Welcome to the Still Keep 100 Podcast. You know the motherfucking vibes, man. It's Still Keep 100 NT, man. We back on a Saturday. I got my co-host, Jason Ridge Robbins, in the building. What's up, my man? What's poppin'? Don't mind me, just watch. Alright. <laughs> Kevin Kegs, thinking the producer, of course. Holla. <laughs> Second time around, special guest, exclusive interview, Testimona. I'm nervous about this interview. Hey. What is going on with you? I feel like I'm in the presence of royalty right now because she is, she okay, is so, so dope. It. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's all about you right now. Yeah, Not... no, 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 it's on. It's on. We're live. What's mm. up, you guys? It's been fucking virtually way too long. Way, way, too long. way, way too long, honey. So for Sounds those of you guys that are tuned in right now, man, me and Jay and Kayla had one interview with Testimony, and this is when you were writing, what was the first album called? Mind Me Again? Uh, Quarantine Blues. No, the first the, album. The first, first, album. One. First, first one. First one. Oh, the first record. Oh, that was Psycho. Psycho. Yeah. yeah. Psycho was one of my favorites. That beat and just how it came on. One of my favorites. Now, Quarantine Blues, I watched it two times today, just like I just got done telling you off podcast. That shit's dark. <laughs> that shit's really dark. I, I love it. I love it. I love it so much. That's how I wanted it. I wanted it to be, like, when I found the videographer or whatever, <clears throat> I just wanted, like, this dark, like, just disgusting, gritty-ass fucking video. Because um, that's, like, how I felt inside, and that's kind of what my outside surroundings were, too, and how I looked all the time. And so I was like, let's just make this fucking dead-ass what it is. And so I just wanted like every aspect of the video and to the best of my abilities in the song like to just convey that fucking like just feeling like you're living in a black hole type of thing you, in so. one of the in one of the parts of the videos you were smoking the cigarette so hard the ass fell and you just kept your whole fucking just thing i could say testimony for one for me why i love that song i've watched that song now 10 times at least 10 at least <laughs> Because dude, I, I relate to that song when it's come to all this because of my depression, anxiety, all that. Like that song, I know it's meant to uh, meant meant to other things too for you. But I think songs can be relatable, even though you don't mean it that way. For me, I I just I, can't I took that song to heart. Like damn, I I'm feeling the same way through all this shit. Like I'm feeling dark. I'm feeling sad, trapped at times. Like I get that. That song really, really spoke to me. If if Jay was to do a song like that, I know it's real, and I because I know him, and I it'd be coming from somewhere, just like I knew where okay. your shit was yeah. coming from. I, I don't know specifically, just off of what you told me. I ain't gonna get into all of that, but it came from somewhere, and that's why I said this shit's dark. And Kayla even said it to me. She was like, "Yeah, it's really different." And I said, "So I watched no, I it again. It was, it, I said it, it was, was good. Dark. It was, it was it's good. Of, it had a dark vibe to it." And but the you were passionate about every emotion and every I like, what did it. Nipsey say? You got to be passionate. You got to go yeah. through every emotion in this game. And, and you I have to. And what I what I tell you got to display it. What I tell you last night. It's okay to go through every emotion. You got to right. you got to go through emotions and process them to actually get through that part of life. Yeah. And I thought you were doing that right there. Psycho, I just... Actually, your post... Oh, wait, who's talking? I don't know. I was going to say... I was going to say Psycho was just you going crazy before quarantine. And then quarantine blues. Psycho was the prelude to quarantine blues. (laughs) No, 
prelude to quarantine blues because you know how in the first line when I say I drove I drove two days to see the devil in a global pandemic. Yeah. That's the same guy I wrote Psycho about. Mm. So. Wow. <laughs> wow. The plot thickens. Damn. That's I deep. I am like literally like, I stopped fucking with that dude for a while and then like started off my quarantine being like, well, let's try this again. And it was real bad. I didn't get into like what happened in the song or whatever. But but so literally like uh, the the inspiration from the last song like directly kicked off into the next one unintentionally but uh, you gotta use that energy though you gotta use that energy exactly yeah 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 i can't otherwise i'll go crazy like like because i because what jason was saying about like the the mental health stuff um i'm glad that 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 resonated with you because that song only has so many fucking bars and that was the frustrating part about writing that song is that like I wanted to also convey the fact that, like, I had been going through, like, extreme rage, hopelessness, like, anxiety, depression, like, feeling way too much pressure, like, feeling like I was on my, you know, just dead ass on my own, like, how the fuck am I gonna make any of this fucking work, like, mm. I even went to, like, a little bit more of a darker place than that, like, and so, like, I, you know what I'm saying, like, I had a lot of, like, I almost, you know, did something really stupid, you know what I mean, like, I'm still here, but I, I had some really dark times in that so for me like anger is my default if I feel pain so it's very easy for me to just come off as intense Mm. but what I was like damn though but underneath that was so much hurt and heartache and I'm still trying to figure out how to like really like be able to show that more in my songs and not have the anger just constantly like want to jump in front of it but I'm glad that that Jason was able to like you know connect to that because that's that is that has been a part of it the whole way. Yeah. The whole way. Yeah, for me, it's, it's the depression part for me that connected with that. It's like just feeling sad, alone. And there's parts of that song that you just released that just for me resonated with that part of me. Just depression, alone. Hard to explain overall, but yeah, it, it just, it really spoke to me. Like, it, it, weird way it made me feel better that, again, you talk about that, I feel like I'm not alone. And that's what I've been trying to do lately through social media is make people feel they're not alone. You made me feel not alone right, right at the same time. So do you see yourself doing yeah. videos like yeah. that too? Doing videos like her? I'm, I'm yeah. not, I can't sing. Maybe you should be in like a video. I mean, I can be in a video, but I, I can't rap or sing or nothing like that. No, but just I, I can be, still be in a video, but yeah. I can't that's rap That's why I said put this Santa Claus ass motherfucker <laughs> in there and the Jason mask and all that. As long as he brings the Jason mask. I don't want to outshadow no, Kayla neither fun. too though because I mean Uh-oh. what did that video do for you like did you I liked it like, I, I similar feeling with as Jason I mean I go through I can stand over here hey um, <laughs> um no, but like what Jay was saying, I I feel the same way. I've been going through it. I go through it. I actually reached out to her at one point when she was... And I didn't even know that. Stuff. I didn't even yeah, know that. Yeah, I mean, it, you got to be out there and talk about it. And so I like the fact that your song was, you know, was bringing that out and putting it out there for people to see. And so I kind of connected with a similar way that Jason did. That's how yeah. I felt about it. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, for me, <clears throat> I'm not... For me, I yeah, watch out for that. I don't. Um, what did I tell you the last time we had a conversation? 
I'm not gonna pretend like I know what it's like to go through what you guys mentally go through. Yeah. And I made the mistake of saying, I know, I know. <laughs> and, yeah. Instead of me saying, I don't know. Yeah. I understand, I get it, but you don't know what it's like to be going through that type of anxiety, that emotion, that not having kids and not having nobody to come home to and being uh, fucking abused by someone mentally and this, that, and the third. So it took me a while to go from just being fake about it and saying, I, I know, I know, I understand it, I get it. No, I don't. And I had to learn from him and her to really understand what it's like to be a person that is suffering from these kind of mental disabilities. You know what I mean? Having a kid that, I don't want to admit it, but has ADHD, is unable to, you know, function regularly like any kid would, into being a parent and understanding, not knowing, but understanding, okay, this is what he's suffering from, and changing the direction of how I attack it, and, and going in trying to understand and learn instead of being judgmental and you know how to do this you'll be all right and get over that shit like no really listen and understand what a person that has uh, understand a person that has mental health health problems and really tap in with it and understand it versus attacking that person because nine times out of ten you're not doing nothing you're not helping the situation by attacking them. They they come to you or whoever that is comes to you for that 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 closure and that understanding. So yeah. it took me a long time with Jay and Kayla <clears throat> to understand that. So with you, it's like they understand it because you guys kind of share the same mental you know shit. Me on the other hand, it's like damn shit, this is interesting. I got to learn more about this because that for me. <laughs> I, no, I'm just saying like that for me, if I'm if I'm in another situation and I'm dealing with a person that has those same disabilities, then I'll know how to understand it and respond to it. You know what I mean? Go ahead, testimony. You you can uh testimony you can comment on that one now. That that's where I'm at with it. Like every everything that I learn from everybody I, that, that yeah. experiences that I type want, of thing. I wanna hear what, she, what she feels about this a little bit. I mean, just like the concept of you know, kind of like like being in our situation versus being a person who who hasn't gone through that type of shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I will, the best thing that anybody, I, I think one of the most mature things anybody can say is I don't know, because I think we live in a culture where we always want to. And by we, I don't mean us. I just mean like as a generalization, like. Like, people are always supposed to have the answers. Everybody always wants to be right. Like, no one wants to, you know, admit that, like, they don't have, you know, yada, yada, whatever. Um, and mental health is, like, a really fucking complicated situation. I mean, it's, like, like on paper, like, let's let's say that, like, me and Jason had paperwork and, like, we had all the same diagnoses, but, but we're still, like, two totally different people that, like, have different maybe experiences and maybe they manifest differently or have different triggers or maybe, like... We respond to different methods of help differently. I mean, I don't know. It, it's fucking hard, but all I'll say is that, like, I do agree with what was just said, is that, like, you end up making it a lot worse, like, if you pretend like you understand when you don't, because it, it comes off as, like, because a lot of the times when we go through it, we don't fucking get it either, and, like, we don't want to fucking feel that way. We don't want to be in that situation, you know, whether we're, like, 
suicidal and like we're right dead ass on the edge or you know like in a hospital or if we're just dealing with depression and like we can't feel any emotions and everything is white noise like it's a huge sliding scale but but it's like there is a um a huge misconception in this country i feel like that people see if you can't function mentally at like this status quo then it means that there's something wrong with you and that you must not be enough of fill in the blank or you must blah 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 towards like that's not the case at all you know it's right. not like we all get uh, we all get dealt our cards and i believe that like honestly i believe that they all make us stronger just in different ways we just have to learn how to like live with it um and that's really fucking hard to do when it you know this is when it's in your fucking head because you know you to, <laughs> i don't know i can talk about that for like three hours i don't even know if what i said makes sense Shit, we got three hours sense. don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> Cat, Cash, we ain't enough time Cash, <laughs> you explain myself perfectly so well i don't know how to, yeah you explain me perfectly like i don't know how to explain it to other people i don't know what i don't know what to do half the time like dude this is, I'm just weird, I'm different. Like at times, I'll be sitting there at a bar and I'll have my headphones in, and someone wants to come talk to me, you're doing all right? No, then why, why are you out? Like, well, because I didn't want to sit at home alone. Mm -hmm. Then why did you want to come hang out with other people? Because I don't want to feel alone. But you don't want to talk to other people? Yeah, this, I mean, it, it's a give and take. They're like, no, I didn't want to hang out at home alone. Don't want to actually talk to you right now. I don't in a room with other people. Yeah, I just I, I just want to feel human contact for a minute, but I actually don't want to talk. It's weird. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to feel human no, contact. It's, it's not it's not weird because I have those same qualities qualities when and, and just hear me out when I say this. Hear me out when I say this. Um <laughs> I, and I just told Kayla this too today. If I stay in a funk for me, and I, I understand where you be coming from as like the horoscope and everything else as being born in the same month and this, that, and the third. Pisces were emotional, this, that, and the third. I might have some of the same mental disabilities that you guys have. I just, it ain't hit me like it, you guys, right? So I'd be at home. I'd be like, you know what? Instead of me staying on this phone and being mad about something that I can't control, I need to go do a podcast. I need to do something to get my mind off of something. That I'm going through. It may be the kids. It may be something personal. It may be, I don't know, my dad or something. I don't know. What triggers me is my dad. That's my trigger for me. Mm -hmm. uh, when I get antsy, when I get like, I need to move around or do something, that's because I'm sitting in one spot and I'm seeing the same shit over and over and over and over again. Now, with the pandemic, it's been a lot. It's been 10 times worse because... I can't just go to the bar like I used to, sit there by myself, get my own, like you said, with my headphones on, get my own little thing. Actually, it's a little bit easier during the pandemic. For me, with the pandemic, it's hard because you can't just go out. They got, you got to wear a mask and there's certain time limits on shit. You can't, you know, so yeah. I got to sit in my man cave and create. I got to come up with shit like this. If I'm not doing that, then I'm going crazy in my mind. My kids, they're bothering me, and I'm just like, I need to get away from them, and I need to get away from this person. I need to get, get away from that person, and I just want to be by myself. So maybe at some point, some antisocial, which I think I am. I don't want to be bothered with nobody. Somebody will text me. I'll be like, oh, I don't feel like responding. I'm just in my, in my shit. So I, a lot of times, I be thinking I have those same issues, but I don't understand it enough to identify what 
the fuck I have going on, I understand it more when I hear it from other people. And then I'd be like, I'll explain a shit, I got that same problem. I'll explain a screwed up situation. that, that Right? I, I, I used to have this problem way back when, mm. about five, six years ago before I got better. Now I'm having it again. Mm. I need to go identify the problem again when I wake up with panic attacks. Yes. Literally, when I, right when I wake up in the morning, either a panic attack wakes me up. What's or a panic attack for you? A panic attack, literally, you feel like your heart's racing so bad, you feel like you're having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And that's just <clears throat> off of stress or what? I couldn't different tell things. you. Different things. I mean, it could be different I could, things. I, mean, I wish I could tell you what it was, but I can't. Yeah. I'm literally having a panic attack and feel like I'm about to die. Like, because I feel like I'm having a heart attack. For some shit you don't even understand. Yeah. I have one. It could be yeah, off a dream. It like could I'm... be off, I don't know. But yeah. I used to deal with this throughout my 20s where I'd wake up more times than not. Where I'd wake up in the morning. Mm. Either the panic, attack would wake, would, sorry, the panic attack would wake me up. Or literally within minutes of waking up, I would have a panic attack. Mm. And I'm starting to go through that again, which scares the living hell out of me. Well, I recognized when I had. An what issue. about you, Kayla? Do you have those same panic attacks or not some when anxiety, I wake, anything? Not when I wake up like he does. I oh. get just overwhelmed and I get like anxious and I get like all worked up and inside just feels like it's going to explode. I felt like I've had was having a heart attack yeah. before too. That's a panic attack. Um, but yeah, not no. I don't have them wake me up or anything. But I also recognize when I'm starting to have an issue with mm. what I'm going through and that I can't self-medicate you know like not medicate but figure out to, how to pull myself out of that funk mm. i went to the doctor i've had to break down and do it because i need i can at least admit that i have something wrong with right, me right. No, yeah, and i want to fix it and i'll say for anyone that listens to our podcast all the listeners out there self-medicating <laughs> is the worst thing you can do please you're not self-medicating well you're i not, didn't mean it like no but i'm just I, I just you know i yeah. I, I have self-medicated personally i have turned to booze and okay well i meant i was gonna say self-medicated for self-medicating is booze yeah i would say drugs, booze something like that booze. but so just drinking 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 to but that is not what i meant when i said that I no I, I know it's not you meant, <laughs> okay. but just to clarify for our listeners yeah. what 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 say you test like what you know just Oh, everything we're talking about, what, how do you handle it? How do you get away? How do you, I know music is one of them, obviously. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's her out. But, her like, outfit. the same thing we're talking about, how do you self-medicate? How do you get through your shit? I mean, it's been like a, it's been a sliding scale. It's been a roller coaster. I don't know how far back you even want to go if we're just talking about present day. I mean, we can go back to the time that you opened up to us about your addiction and all of that. I mean, whatever you're comfortable with talking about. Well, I'll like, I'll, I'll bounce around. I'll make it simple. But I, first off, I, I dead ass fucking. I love that you guys are smoking inside. By the way, I want to smoke a stick so bad, but I'm also inside. Um, and I can't smoke inside here. But I, every time someone smokes inside for some reason, I just feel like it looks luxurious. Hey man, do that um, shit. Fuck it, do it. We can in this house. Worry, worry about the, worry about the fine later. Worry about the fine later. <laughs> worry about the what later? Worry about the fine later. Your residuals to take care of that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, fucking uh, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I did. 
I mean, and a lot of the stuff too, like when people talk about like, oh, mental disorders or, or disability or whatever, like it's, it's like a lot of people like are dealing with like actual fucking trauma. Um, and that's what like leads to this type yep. of shit and it can be repetitive right. and it changes <laughs> right. the fucking workings of your brain. So a lot of it is like, you know, people feel like it's their fault or something's wrong with them. It's like, no, like you had shit fucking happen to you and you didn't have the tools to deal with it and nobody was there to fucking <laughs> help you. Yep. And that's the direction your goddamn brain went. Right. And so, because right. like, for me, when I was young, like I started, like, I started doing like, I don't know, man, I don't want to disturb the listeners, but I was getting into some like really very destructive um, coping mechanisms. Like by the age of 10, like I was doing uh, like stuff. <laughs> Sorry, this is really, I just don't know how much I can say on the podcast. No, like, you can I say whatever you want to say. It's, 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 we don't not have no FCC on here. It, we're uh, we're right, 18 plus. Right, it's we're still keep 100 EMT. I am never advocating that anybody do this ever in their fucking life. It doesn't work. Please don't do it. Um, but when I when I was ten, the first because I found drugs and alcohol a little after that. But before I did, I, w- I, w- I would uh, self harm, so I'd be like cutting on myself like all the time when I was like ten. I went through and that so with I, my daughter. Say what? I went through that with my daughter. Really? Yeah. Asia? Oh shit! Really? Yeah. I didn't know yeah. Um. Without without putting it all out there, like, cause th- this is me off record, but I'm gonna be on record and say it and just give you a little bit by you saying that I went through that, went through counseling with my daughter specifically, and she was it was as far as her eating in the lunchroom of her high school because she felt compelled to cut herself and be by herself, whatever she was. And I know part of what it was, but it took for me to go to counseling and then read some of her dialogue that she was writing in her and, and you know as a dad you don't want to invade your kids privacy or whatever so whatever else but it was it had got to the point where i didn't really understand what the fuck was going on with my daughter so i had to do some investigation as a dad and you know when it came time to me we went to counseling and i found out that she was cutting herself seeing the marks I said, baby girl, no, what, what, what is going on? What, what, you know what I'm saying? So I went through that. That's crazy that we're all having this conversation. Yes, cutting, one of the main things I went through with my daughter. And as a father, as a father, anybody that's listening to this podcast, if you have a daughter, I'll say about 16, 17 is most valuable for you to be in her fucking life. If you wasn't there, nine, eight, so on and so on, down on. 16 and 17 going into the adult years is probably the time that she wants to be in your ch- your kid's life. Well, she was 10. Right? So the reason she was cutting herself was because there was a disconnect between mm-hmm. whoever else. It don't even matter. But there was a disconnect and she was feeling some type of way and she felt compelled to cut herself because she just didn't give a fuck no more. So that that broke my heart. Go ahead. Go ahead. That that's crazy that she mentioned that. Go ahead. Yeah, that's weird that like right before I started talking to I was like, well maybe it'll be helpful if like there's parents listening that have kids that do that cuz I have I have friends obviously like a big majority of my friends have kids and mm-hmm. some of them have kids that do that that struggle with that. So, mm-hmm. um but yeah, I mean, and I know people that are adults that do too. I mean, and I, I totally understand it and like 100% and it is it is kind of addicting as well. I mean, it just becomes like a habit of like how you release pressure. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah. But uh but yeah, I mean it's 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 a it's very complicated, I guess, but um but that 
was a thing. Uh, and then I got into drugs and alcohol. One and, and the cutting went from like the age of ten to the age of sixteen. Long oh. story, but once I was sixteen, I was doing like such hard drugs that like I didn't need to cut myself anymore because I just didn't feel anything. Yeah. But uh, once I was like twelve or whatever is when I was like you know starting to I would drink alone like on school nights I would just like go hide out and just like just drink nonstop. Um, and I would do other drugs too, like you know like coke or cough syrup or fucking pills or shrooms or weed or whatever liquor um all that stuff but but yeah once by the time by the time i was 16 um that's when like the 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 real bad stuff came in the picture so i i mean i self-medicated all of my shit with um street drugs all the way up until i got clean like when i was 20 which is pretty fucking young uh to to fucking get off of that shit Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but but still though, but still, <laughs> once you get off like heroin or, or alcohol or whatever, like you still are left with literally like all drugs and alcohol are like what we've been saying. That's not the problem. It's our solution mm. to whatever problems we're like lying underneath it. So like a lot of times when people refer to, you know, anxiety, panic attacks, da, 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 they'll say, oh, your mental health symptoms. And it's like, yeah, it's a symptom. Like, that person's not just having that for no fucking reason. Hmm. Even though, like, I relate to what Jason said, like, I totally relate to, like, weeks and months and years on end of waking up always in a panic and having that be normal. Um, And just be like, well, first half of the day is always super fucked. Like, try to make it through, and then by the time night comes around, I calm down a little bit and then wake up, do the whole thing again, and that's, like, normal life. Um, So I totally relate to that. But, uh... But yeah, like once once I did get sober, I mean, I I, I don't know, dude. Like I, I guess fast forward to today, what quarantine has taught me because it, it has exacerbated mental health uh, symptoms, and um, you know something that we're not talking about in this country. Everybody loves to talk about the fucking COVID cases, but nobody's talking about the rise in suicide cases, overdose cases, uh, hospitalizations. Um, all this kind of stuff. I mean, I, I, I know like multiple people that are no longer with us, like just because of, you know, what's been going on. And like, even they said in Japan, yeah, rest in peace, Debo, man. Like what the fuck? Wait, wait, how did he die? Like I knew he died, but how did he die? They saying he had symptoms of COVID. Uh-huh. But the autopsy hasn't came out yet. So I can't specify. I don't really I'll know. say a personal situation today. Two people that were friends, friends died of COVID today. Two personal friends. Two personal friends of friends of friends. Wow. Yeah, sorry to hear that. Man. I just found out to um, someone yeah. I work with that her and, and her husband. One of the people I actually didn't know in middle school really well. I kind of lost connection in high school with him a little bit, but I still knew who he was. Then after high school, lost connection. But when I found out he died today, I was like, damn, dude. That and sucks. then I find out, like I was reading, um, where a mother had just gave birth. Yes. And didn't even live to hug her fucking to new hold the baby. Yeah. baby. She died of COVID. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And Debo, to get back on that, it's not said how he died, but up until the, his dying day, he had symptoms of COVID. Yep. And um, he did a TMZ interview, which looked normal to me, but a few days after that, he passed away. And... I, I don't know. Like, I go back and forth with this <clears throat> in my mind. 
And this is this is part of what drives me crazy. What I don't talk about because I'm too busy cracking jokes and trying to uplift everybody and, and, and make people laugh and, and be productive and this that and the third. But when I come on the surface and I really give my opinion, people start looking at me like I'm crazy or like I'm just one of those conspiracy theorists or whatever else. I have my own personal opinion about what the fuck is going on right now. One of them, which one of them being is biblical terms and the second i think that it's a chess game being played it, yes i'm gonna just go as yes. far as say that i'm gonna go as far as saying that yes. it's biblical it's it's it's, it's, it's it's biblical and it's a chess game being played and when it go on down to the vaccines I have my own personal opinion about that and i ain't gonna get on that because that's gonna be a long ass conversation and i want to get into uh, your album. So, with that being said, <laughs> with that being said, I think we really need to pay attention to what the fuck is going on because there's signs everywhere and there's a reason for every fucking thing. There's a reason why we're sitting here talking about anxiety, mental disabilities, and all this, this, that, and the third pandemic, so on and so on. But something somewhere don't smell right to me. It don't. It don't. And I'm gonna just leave it at that. It don't. It don't smell right. Everything that's going on right now don't smell right me right with me, but in in biblical terms, <laughs> I kind of understand it. Kind of, kind of. And it, history repeats itself, pretty much. Yeah, there's major fuck shit going on right now. Like it's it's it's. I mean, I agree with you, and you're right. Like we could this we could do a whole podcast on that, and probably get that's another time. Threats, that's another time. That's yeah, another time. Yeah, yeah. We we probably share the same opinion so like i'm guessing so yeah. <laughs> by the way last night after you posted that fucking meme or whatever i watched i am legend like i was like i, like, I want to do it dude because i never yeah, hold on hold on like, test working. hold on test because i want to get into this i want to get into this but then i want to get into like your project but kayla yes kayla I always have to have this conversation with you because you are very intellectual and you Thanks. always have positive feedback. Okay. And you're in the medical field and you know better than anyone else. Well, but I, I don't know better than anyone Well, you don't know better than anyone else, but you know better. I know, know, know better. more than some. I am not for the vaccine. COVID-19 vaccines. I've never taken a vaccine unless my mama would make me go take it, which was for fucking uh, school. Uh, school, right? Yeah, for welfare, yeah. pretty much. You had to be no, updated. Every it was for school. well older. Yeah. I had to have it for school. Like kids okay, had cool, to have it fine. For Polio, chicken it's pox. So we we all know that, right? Diseases to other kids. Yeah. Right. So, so, Kayla. I want to go to Kayla because she. What did you say? You said when the vaccine is available for us in Seattle, Washington, you're gonna take it. You gotta think no, about it, but you're gonna take it. What did I you say? I want no. Go ahead. So what I Go said ahead. was... You said you were going to think about it. I know you said that. Will you let me say what I said? So okay. Because I said it. All right. I said that I am not going to take it right away mm -hmm. um, because it's, I want to see what happens uh -huh. with other people. Two dollars who do take it. And right now... <laughs> what did you say again? Two dollars who do take it. Yeah. I want to see what happens. And so <laughs> I've heard over what? Oh, in the fine. UK... <laughs> There's right, been um, allergic reactions. 
I'm sorry. I'm not trying to laugh. But no, go ahead, Kayla. Go ahead. I'm go just ahead, saying go ahead. that over in the UK, there's been people who have had allergic reactions and things like that to it. That we know. So yes. I'm not going to take it until I feel that it's safe for me right. and my kids. Right. right now, the only people that are going to be getting it are doctors, nurses, those that are in contact with people who are positive. Do you trust it? I'm more likely to trust it. I'm not going to completely throw it out. No. Do you think it's too early? I think they made it too early. I think they hurried and rushed. And his mm. whole operation warp speed or whatever the hell so it's called you trust was unnecessary. You, you know, having the knowledge that it was rushed and you think it was rushed, you trust it? No, I don't necessarily trust it. Okay. I'm not completely bought by it on it. Like okay. I might, but but yeah. eventually you'll. Crash one thing. I'm a in, I'm a firm believer in vaccines, though, and just in general, like vaccinating your kids, things like this, mm. because there are diseases going around right now, like um, measles and mumps. Mm. Those should have been completely eradicated, gone, if people would start, would continue the vaccine because we almost had it there. And then all of a sudden everybody's like, no, I'm against them. It's, you know, and I understand, yes, they might have side effects, mm. but Which they I think I would rather deal with the side effects mm. than what, deal what with the, mumps or what, measles. What if the side effect cripples you? Yeah, but do you know that the like there's answer the question. Plagues no, don't and don't dance that around the plague it. Plague for fat. I mean, like these things go around and kill thousands of people, and so I am would rather don't dance around the question. Answer it. What if you got that shot, that vaccine, and you're fucked up more than what you was when you got the vaccine? I'd rather be fucked up than dead. <laughs> I don't agree. I, I'm sorry. I don't be agree. Dead than... I'd rather be dead than okay, be well. be paralyzed from a vaccine that America gave me and fucked me up I'm the not... rest of my life. I gotta live with that. I'm not. I'd rather be dead. Yet. You might as well injected me and killed me. People, normal population isn't gonna be getting that shit for I, a I while. Mean, I get that part though, but can you? Can we, tr- can we trust? Can we trust? The administrator, the administration, right now, everything that's going on during this pandemic is. Only you can't trust Trump, and I'm not. Can we really trust America to be injecting vaccines into us right now? There's other countries all over the world that are taking it. She said no. But there's other countries all over the world that are also giving it to their people. Everybody has their different opinion, I guess. Jay, what say you? What say you, Jay? On the vaccine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Are you getting the vaccine? Honestly, no, no. That's that's one no, that's one maybe, and that's two no's, one maybe, or th- three no's, one maybe. <laughs> three no's, one maybe. Okay. I, I'm not making fun of you, I'm just... I don't care, I didn't think you were. Oh, a lot care. of people are going to get it. I mean, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna, I mean, to be the next fucking war, the next big thing that divides everybody. I already have my, like, beliefs and, like, predictions of what's going to happen. Like, oh, you won't be able to have a job, or go here, do this, do that, like, you know, if you don't get it. But for me personally, it's literally the biggest power and money grab in the history of recorded human history. Whoever owns that vaccine owns the entire world because the whole fucking world is getting it. Everything's shut down until people say, you, you take the vaccine, we're good to go. Because I know you got so, a response to that. That's my problem with that. That's my problem with that. Like, hold on, hold on, go ahead. No, yeah. no that, that literally is my problem with that vaccine, man. Like, is it really going to help us, or are you just money grabbing? The Pfizer and all that. Yeah, well, it's that, and it's another thing, too. It's that, like, 
first off, like, the people who run the world aren't really in the business of, like, truly giving a fuck, or we wouldn't be, like, blowing each other to pieces, like, without losing sleep over it. But, um... The shortest ever developed vaccine in history, which I think was for mumps, was four years, and that was considered. They like, they have they had a vaccine for swine flu too, though. They did. No, I, I want to elaborate. On they that. had a vaccine for swine flu. I want to elaborate what she just said on for a second. You're telling me they still haven't come up with a vaccine for AIDS, or all these yeah, big diseases. Yeah. But all of a sudden, with it, within within, but within ten months, we have a vaccine for COVID. <laughs> within ten months. Exactly. We have a vaccine for COVID. We haven't come for vaccine for AIDS, <laughs> all the other big diseases. Look. I want to get okay. I want to get back to swine flu though. Like they haven't. They had a vaccine for swine flu that killed people because they didn't put in the description that it had side effects. I was never. <laughs> so side effects include death. What the fuck happened? Like swine they didn't put it in the printout. They didn't put it in the print. They gave people, they gave people vaccines back in the day when swine flu was going on without even telling you what the after effects was. They just wanted to get it out of the way, and then people died or people survived and had disabilities because of swine flu vaccines. Well, I have a friend, or I know somebody. Just saying. Just saying. She caught it, mm. and now she has to carry around an oxygen tank. She's in her 30s. So we're fucked either way. She hasn't taken the vaccine. She caught COVID. And was I, and is fucked up to this day. She is on. She has to carry around an oxygen mask. She's in. So if she would have got if, if she would have got the vaccine, COVID. she would have been good. I don't know. I guess we'll never know. Right, but I think I'd rather be safe than sorry. I don't agree with how fast they I, get, I it, get I get I don't know if the ones that are out right now are necessarily yeah, 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 yeah. safe. I think that I don't I trust the ones that are out. Play right it now. out. Let's see what plays out. And to I play it out, we got to see how many people die first, and then we got to decide if we're going to take the vaccine. You know what else makes me mad is the fact that we've got more people dying now. Yes, I understand our population is more than it was back then, but more people are dying from this than than the Spanish flu back in the nineteen eighteen. Agree. 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 I mean, and they didn't have the kind of medicine we have now, so. My thing is the this. Fact that we have I'm gonna just say it. My thing is this. This is this is what scares me, and I ain't gonna sit here and talk like I'm tough and like I ain't taking no vaccine because I'm just a gangster. I ain't gonna do that. What scares me, what scares me, and the reason why I say I don't want to take the vaccine is because of who we have in Austin get, oh, yeah. office getting ready to transition out. Yeah. And everything that he has done under the fucking sun. It's probably to prolong cooling. and probably his pre- yeah that cooling. right so. It's, it's like, do I go to the medical field, the doctor, whoever I go, my primary doctor, this, that, and third. I got benefits on my job. Do I go and get the shot and be fucked up? Or do I just take the chances of not wearing a mask around these motherfuckers and, and get it and die? Or like, we're going to be fucked either way. It don't matter. Period. Every day you wake up, you go, you're, you're liable to get fucked up off of something. A car wreck, motherfucker shooting. Motherfucker rob you, this, exactly. that, and third, right? Yeah. So why the I fuck do I need to go take this vaccine to survive? Like, why do I need to go yeah. take this vaccine vaccine to survive? For what? What, what did she just say? What did you just say, uh, Tess? Oh, I, my, the likelihood of me catching a stray bullet for stepping outside my apartment to have a fucking cigarette is like ten times higher. So it's each individual's risk and what they experience. 
because yeah, like if Kayla done. is working in healthcare, she's seeing this shit. Like I right, don't right, see right, that. Right. Like I don't know people who are on oxygen tanks. So that's gonna like obviously shape, you know, like how My how opinion. anybody would see it. So I so like that's why that's why I'm like if someone wants to take it like like go ahead and if they don't go ahead I just have to go off of like my life my intuition like how I weigh my odds and like how I want to live and you know what I'm saying and it's, yeah. if it's like if it's gonna come down to get COVID or roll the dice with the vaccine for me personally because of the reasons that I have and looking back on history and like you said the chessboard and looking at the pieces and how they've been moving like personally for me in my opinion I'll go with COVID. Like, and COVID isn't even guaranteed, but for me personally, I'm not touching a fucking vaccine. Um, I'm just not. Uh, but, but it's like, and I, it sounds cold to say this because it's like, you know, all of us, all of you guys have said, you know, like, I know people who've had it too. And like, you, you know, you all have known people that have died of this shit. And like Kayla just said, she knows somebody in her 30s who's on a fucking oxygen tank. Like, fuck that. Like, that's, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. And like, if I was somebody who, you know, had lost friends or family, like, I'd probably be hella pissed at at what I'm about to fucking say, you know what I mean? But for me, like, w- listening to, to the people who are, you know, giving us this data that the, the disease you still, it's a fucked off disease and we still don't know, like, the long-term effects, but they're saying that your your survival rate is a 99% unless you're in a vulnerable group, mm-hmm. then I'm like, why the fuck would I take a vaccine for that? Like, motherfucker, I smoke cigarettes, so it's like, <laughs> if I'm going to be worrying about being on an oxygen tank, I should probably, like, you know, look at that first. But <laughs> you can't then, smoke with it. Look, and then the other meme that I posted, like, it's okay to be outside, but inside, we got to have, we, we get to quarantine outside, and then there's casinos with tents outside, but we're okay outside with a mask on, but inside, you can't bowl, you can't do, why the fuck do we have so many casinos open right now, but it's outside, and we can't congregate inside. I get the social distance part and put the mask on part. I get that. I don't. Anybody listening to this podcast, wear your fucking mask and protect your cough and your fucking diseases and sneezes, right? But why the fuck are we creating these? Th- this is what makes me think that this shit is being is being played as a fucking game. But a, pl- a, political, yes, a political, exactly. political game. Yes, there are people dying in the hospital. Yes, there are nurses and doctors and, and RNs and everything else that is dealing with this shit, that is fucking going through it, that is going, can't even go home and be with their kids because they're exposed with the person that came to the hospital in the first place with this shit. But why are we still, if we're going to be shut the fuck down, we need to be shut the fuck down. That means no casinos. That means no chips. That means no outside uh, tents. No nothing. No bars, no nothing. Like yeah, Joe Biden said, 100 days of wearing a fucking mask and actually just sacrificing your freedom of everything. But America is greed and America needs to make money and somebody has to get paid off of the doses that they're giving to American citizens. Right? Well, well America is more worried about money than anything else. There you go. Well, some people that say... Well, that's why, that's that's why none of this makes sense. Businesses. That's why, no, that's why that. like, it reeks of fucking what we would say is a conspiracy theory because... Like, okay, I'll use an example that's happening locally, right? So, like, Mayor Garcetti, who's the mayor of Los Angeles, just went, and this is, this like, dead ass, I can see the clip, it's his face, it's him talking, it's on the news. But he authorized the L.A. Department of Water and Power to shut off the utilities of any tenant who is caught having a guest inside their home, which would mean that the three of y'all motherfuckers... 
if you guys were in LA, what, what the fuck does water have to do with shutting? I don't get that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like that this shit is fucking ridiculous, and and we've had we've had horrific diseases. We we have fucking Ebola. That scares me more than anything. And like I listen, to, even the World Health Organization has come out and said that lockdowns are not advised and not suggested because they're creating poverty, they're creating hunger, they're creating crime, they're creating mental a decline in our immune systems because it's like, oh, we need to be worried about our health. So what you need to do is go inside. Don't be in the sunlight. Don't be in fresh air. Don't exercise. Don't move. Be scared all the time. Uh, go fuck yourself. Like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so that's not real like health conducive. <laughs> I'm not I'm hey, listening. She just broke it down to where I didn't think about it like that. She really did. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, don't go exercise. Don't get no... You can't... What did you say earlier today? It takes... For me to be around an adult person to have an adult conversation, I can't have these adult conversations with these goddamn kids. I'm in the house with the kids all goddamn day. I gotta do school. I gotta go to work. And I gotta get off of work. I gotta cook you dinner. And I'll have no mental stability. I can't see my friends. I'm going through it. I want to stab somebody. I gotta, you know what I mean? So I, I, I get it. I don't understand it, but I get it. And I, a few days ago, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I gotta get out this fucking house before I murder somebody. Because that's what COVID's doing. It's like, I got to post something. I got to, like, check in with Jay. And then, like, you seen me. You were like, you all good? You okay, brother? I went through it last night. From the time that I injured myself on my job to, like, going to go deal with this shit and report it to getting back home, I'm like, fuck 2020. This is stupid. It's, it's retarded. And that's when I hit you this morning. I was like, you want to do a podcast today? Because if you didn't do this podcast tonight and I was I didn't see him, I didn't see you, and I went into today without seeing nobody on a Saturday and then go back to work on Monday, I would have lost my motherfucking mind. <laughs> and I know that I've injured myself now. My boss is going to want me to take me to, to retraining and all this other goofy ass shit. So for now, I'll worry about that on Monday. Saturday and Sunday, I'm keeping it 100 with my people. <laughs> shit. There you go. Fuck there my finger. Fuck go. it. It's fucked up. I can't make a full fist. Whatever. I'll still punch the shit out of you. Anyway, let's get into this album. <laughs> let's get into this fucking album. I'll fuck this politics shit, this COVID-19 shit. God said he gonna come back when he come back last time. He ended it in, what was it, water? And this time it's gonna be fire. World's on fire right now. Cool. Fine. Yeah, it is. The world is on fire. Yeah. Burn, I mean, motherfucker, I mean, burn. Let it burn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking, we, we are all fucking, usher we are all usher letting it burn a lot of the big cities were i don't know if you guys were burning shit or not when all that stuff was happening over the summer but but yeah only I mean, thing burning up here is there. these females fake eyelashes weaves and wigs and yeah, no, we went out down there with the all the protesting that was going on california's on fire our, it's wigs burning, on fire up here police cars and all yeah that they, they went through all that, that bullshit you was up there don't say that shit on this podcast because they're going to indict your ass. I didn't know you went up there. You went to Capitol. You did tell me you went to Capitol Hill. Please don't I didn't tell me know you that. SPD car. Don't say, don't, don't even answer that question. Anyway, um, <laughs> Tess, let's talk about this project. What's going on? <laughs> you got Psycho and you got, you got Psycho, you got Quarantine Blues. What is next? Okay, so this is one that I'm on the fence about, so maybe it's good that I'm talking to you guys. 
So I have a song and it's done, but I don't know if you guys can ever relate to creating something and you get hella vulnerable on it. And then you're like, all right, this shit's dope. And then you like leave it alone for a second and you go back to it and you're like, I fucking hate it. So that's how I feel about well, this song. These guys ain't rappers, so, like, so you're talking to me now. <laughs> uh, but I do with my own. <laughs> she's talking about creating something, not creating just rap. You right? create TikToks. <laughs> what the fuck are you I talking paint. about? I create. Uh, really? Not rapping. So no, that's not the same thing. That's not the same. lyrical content. Hold the fuck up. She didn't say <laughs> lyrical content. <laughs> he threw his mask. She didn't say lyrical content. Oh she said God. when you're creating something. When you're creating something. You create okay. anything. All right, all right, all right. I could be painting, and I'm like, oh, this looks dope, and then I go back, and I'm like, no, go back no, to it, and but I was she like, said, it looks horrible. No, mus- musically, though. Did you say creating just in general or musically? Okay, creating, all right. Creating, you're right. Creating. You're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. I apologize. You're right. You're right. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tess. No, I mean no, Kayla. I mean she's dead on because it's all coming from the same like inner. We all have our own ways of creating. Everybody's a fucking creator. Like all your you you created a fucking podcast. You're creating conversation. You're creating. Like we're literally on here because I dropped a song called Quarantine Blues. We think we got off topic, but we fucking did it because we're talking about the quarantine. <laughs> right, right. So right. it's like really like this is this is totally all fucking all in line. But um, but yeah, we all are, we all are creators and artists, and I think people get it, it really causes a lot of fucking problems um, when when people don't believe in themselves or let that out. So that's dope that like you know everybody has their own outlet. I can't paint for shit, uh, but, I can't <laughs> for some, some shit. but we are yeah, our own worst enemies. Jay can't drop a fucking bar for shit. I can't. He can bowl. He's he can bowl the fuck, and he, he can fucking create content. Yes, he's a great cook. You can't rap though. You're not a rapper. Just like Nate's not a fighter. You're not a rapper. Listen, 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 listen. Go ahead, go ahead. So he wants he wants to call me out on this. Go ahead, let him let him go. Let him go. He wants me to call me out. I can't cook. Oh, nope. No, no, You can't, I can't cook. cook. What the fuck are you talking about? Sorry, I had to. You can cook. I served like the wrong part. All right, Santa Claus. I cannot. I cannot paint. I cannot Hell create no. art. I cannot dance. Hell no. I cannot fuck sing. No. I cannot do fuck anything. No. I cannot do any of these things. But right. I can. At the end of the day, I can cook. Hell my yeah. Ass off. Hell yeah. I don't know how to express it other than when I'm by myself, personally though. I don't know how to uh, express that. Except <laughs> what? What? Express what? When I know how to cook, it's like I just know how to cook. I do that by you're myself. You're cooking. Yeah, I do that by myself. I've been to, half your, the day. to your house three times in one yeah, day. I do that by my. I do that by myself half the time. So it's not. <laughs> I don't. Fucking. She's still upset about that shit. I don't consider cooking an art form for me. I just consider. It is. What, it, do, what do you consider? It's yeah. an expression of myself that I just I let out at the end of the day. It's like I just want to cook. But they have schools for it, so it's a it's a. I also went to school one time. Okay, but. so it's an art form. They have, but the, I just don't the can... way you plate your dish. Yeah, I mean I, that's I, all I, in art. I don't know how to plate dishes at all. I know how to cook, but as far as plating dishes, I cannot plate a dish. So you're a not chef, a chef. Art. I'm not a chef. You're not a chef. No. Yeah, He's cook. a hell of a cook, though. Can you got to come to Seattle and try some of his goddamn chili. I, you do. I swear to God. Although, coming up here, I live up here, and I still chili? haven't tried any of it. So, chili I don't know how much help it'll be being up here. Chili chicken, chicken soup. I've lived here since chicken I was soup. seven. She hasn't had none, and chicken, she's very that, pissed off that about it. That was chicken soup. Chicken soup. Chi- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Chicken soup. You have to come to Seattle and try some of Jay's chicken soup. 
the one that Kayla that hasn't had. The one that I did not. <laughs> or my brisket. Uh, the, yeah, I haven't that, tried that either. Or his pizza. That's not Rich. my fault though, Jay, because you guys friends. stay within how many radiuses miles of us there at the moment? I bro. did I have do some bro, that was way before stuff. you ever moved, bro. That was way before. But, okay, you so moved. I stayed where I stayed. We all stayed in the same facility. You invited me over to get the goddamn chili that night, and you chicken soup, chicken soup, chicken soup. Again. Goddamn, what else? It's, it's, it's you make same. a good chili too, though. You've made chili. I made chili. Add your chili. I Fuck do you. make a good chili. Chicken soup. Chicken I also soup. make a good pizza. I also make a good. Yeah, I said At the end of the day, in that point in time, why didn't you take the initiative to bring your chili or your goddamn chicken soup to Kayla? I ain't had nothing to do with that. Anxiety. But all I'm trying to say is Anxiety that it's a form of an art, a form of art too. It's there. A chef is being what? a chef is an what? outlet. Anxiety, my no, it is anxiety. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry, Jay. I'm sorry. Oh, don't do this in front of test tonight, please. But don't there's a reason to do it. It's a reason to do it because you asked why I didn't you do it. always be showing out when she comes so, up. So you want me to lie to you right now? No, I want you to keep it 100 with me, motherfucker. Okay, because there was anxiety why I didn't do that. All right, then. Cool. Chill out. Okay, I right. have a question. You want to go, bro? Are you guys done? He, he wants a good reason, but he, he doesn't okay. want the reason. I'm sure? done with him. I don't know if he's done. Well, she was saying what she was going to be doing. Look, she had an idea of what she was getting ready to do, and I don't recall her saying it, so I wanted to know what it Why was. Because I wanted to hear what it was. I was oh, really interested ahead, in what go, she go, was going to say. Go ahead, Tess. Go ahead. And you got Talk all off I'm track. To go to, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Oh, In the course. middle of the podcast, yep. Don't okay. mind him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. No, what I was saying was... Um, yeah, whatever. I was just trying to like, you know, relate to like. Basically, I'm in a situation. There's, I got a gang of songs that are fucking lined up, um, and I just been having all kinds of all kinds of weird shit go on. But, but I did. Oh yay! Okay, so you're gonna get this. So, um, I made this song called Exit Wounds, and so like the the metaphor was like, you know, if you get shot, like the entry wound is like way small. You depending on the caliber, but usually like it's way, 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 way fucking smaller than like the exit wound. It's like that much bigger. So, um, so like I use that as a metaphor of like being in an abusive relationship, but it ending actually hurting worse. So like the exit wound is like the the, that feeling of like abandonment or loss, yep. even though like you're getting shot at or whatever, and yep. so, so like this, so the song is it was about like the ending, the the very abrupt ending of uh, of something I went through recently that was that was very painful, and so, um, I made that song and it's it's really fucking vulnerable and it's it's not like it's, it's not like Psycho where like even though that 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 other individual did hurt me but I wasn't like you know showing my feelings necessarily in the song but with this one I did and then like the last time I checked it um I was like nah fuck this whole song I need to redo all of it like blah 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 and it's like really you want to I, I don't know I so I need to I need I should listen to it after we are even like done with all this and decide if that one's dropping next or if it's going to be more like go back to some um some of the more heavier trap stuff because I have been working with producers that that are like brand new to me, not not to producing, but to me, and their sounds are fucking incredible, and it's like what I've always wanted. So, um, I'm not sure which direction I'm gonna take, but there's a lot of like angry shit, and then there's like one song that's empowering, but it's also like a fuck you, and then there's that <laughs> other like really vulnerable, sad one, and I'm just kind of like all of my songs that are coming out right now are totally different, like. 
at least in my head, different vibes and directions. But then again, like, I didn't think that you would be able to, like, relate as well as you did. And you're not the only person who's told me that about, like, you know, the mental health stuff surrounding quarantine blues because I lyrically I wasn't I didn't talk a whole lot about that um so it's like maybe it will make more sense to the people that hear it I have no idea but um that song was supposed to come like right afterwards so I I don't know I guess I don't know I guess I was a little bit a little bit nervous to release it because it is really 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 I don't know why you was nervous to release that because that's like like I said that I watched it two times and I wish I would have watched it earlier, um, honestly. But I just, you know, I, w- I was moving around and shit was going on at the time that you released it. I was at work when you released it, actually. And I, w- I remember being at work on break and was like, oh, shit, she released it. And then, like, I seen it. Um, <clears throat> I didn't find the time to listen to it. But then, like, when I hit you this morning and I got over to the studio... And I was talking to Kayla. She was like, did you watch the video yet? And I was like, nah, I didn't even get a chance to. I meant to do that. And I watched it two times today. I was like, I remember saying to myself two times, this shit's dark. <laughs> like that. But it's a dope-ass video. And I think that after Cycle, like I said, after the video Cycle, um, whether you realize this or not, every emotion that you go through, when you go through that emotion and you make these videos and these songs, you help somebody. Which is one of those people, Jay. And Kayla, that's why she reaches out to you. And when I get feedback from it, <clears throat> her feedback, and I'm just now getting his feedback, but her feedback before I talked to Jay was like, I got to check this out. And when I checked it out, I was like, yeah, she's going through something. Right? Just dope as hell. And then, like, there's the, yeah, and there's the other part where you're just dope and your talent is just display, it, it displays itself. Now, that, that song... Quarantine Blues is one of the dumbest songs I've ever heard in my life. Oh, there you go. No kissing ass, no nothing, no trying no, to get no. glorific- glorification or nothing. I genuinely feel like from the first album that you've done that when I met you and like going into that and then like I know that Jay feels personally about shit when, 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 he, when he sees something or he feels something and Kayla the same. So my team, my friends, personally, when they come to me and be like, hey, I've been reaching out to Tess, I'm like, yeah, I need to reconnect with her and we need to bring this back. Second interview, dope as fuck, already better than the first one. So, I mean, there's a reason for everything, like I said, and I'm glad that we're doing this. You know what I mean? For real, for real. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah, when we were talking, uh, I was I was telling Jason like about the, the other song that I have that's not released, the one that's like up next. Uh, so that was the one that I was referring to when when I said um, like having fear around releasing it because it's just it's a side of me that I really like haven't shown. Oh. I need to just I, but I don't but and I literally had this conversation last night with someone and we were on live on Instagram talking about it and I was like oh I'll look at it tonight the female, and I'll, I'll see it, if I'm gonna put it out. Was it the and female? I never did. Huh? Was it the female that you were on live with? Yeah, 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 yo, yeah, you were in there for part of it. Dude, our live crashed, like, three fucking times. Right, It was right. It was ridiculous. Okay. Um, I kept getting a bunch of phone calls, and it was just, like, it fucked everything up. But, um, but yeah, like, uh, I was just telling Jason, though, like, I, I do have a song that is done. I mean, it needs to get fucking mixed and mastered, but that's, you know, that's a whole other thing. But it is, 
I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm a big believer in, like, do the shit that scares you. Because, like, even if, like, you know, it doesn't do anything for you, like, you have to kind of put that raw aspect of yourself that you don't want no one else to see out there because other people fucking feel that way. Other yeah. people always, like, we're not that unique. Like, other people fucking feel that way. So there's always going to be somebody that, you know, could benefit from it. So it's like, you know, from like all I know when it comes to music is like I want to ex- like express myself, and this is how I live. Like I can't see myself living any differently. Um, this is what has kept me sober from heroin. Uh, this is just like something I can't really explain simply. But also, I feel like um, somebody told me when pain is shared, love is born. Someone mm. said that once, and mm. and that that shit has has proven true. And I feel like if I if I go through what I go through. And I've been through what I've been through and continue to go through what I go through. What the fuck is the point of having all of this wisdom from the lessons learned and the pain inside that isn't shared if I if I don't fucking do something with it and share it and put it out there. So it's like I'd rather give everything I have, you know what I'm saying, and leave life like a fucking deflated balloon, no pun intended. I know we're just talking about COVID, but like <laughs> leave me. <laughs> There's a lot of emotion like, like, in a defla- her, her like a deflated balloon to where I've, I know that I've given everything. You know, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. But I, I guess we, we just kind of trailed off. I was just talking to Jason about the next, the next song because I know you would ask what's coming next, but then you kind of disappeared from the frame for a bit. So. Yeah, I went to the bathroom. I washed my hands, by the way, everybody. Thanks for that. <laughs> we got Purell, uh hand sanitizer. I, I can't Purell. pronounce Purell. 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 Yeah, I fucked up. We got hand sanitizer in the studio, B, man. Don't worry about it. We, we we clean over here. I wouldn't be around these motherfuckers if I felt they had COVID or any kind of symptoms. I don't go like anywhere that. but the grocery store. Yeah. And I try to go, like, once every two weeks. But, no, um, I really feel like, I, and I just want to just, just say this, all jokes aside, um, I've watched you, from the time I've met you, I've watched you from the first album to this album. Um, it was really deep. I knew it was coming from somewhere. We talked about it off record. Um, but I think that this album really uh, brought your talent out. So whichever song you have next, whatever you're working on next, I would say match that with Psycho, quarantine blues and just and just keep going and 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 manufacture it in the way that you feel is best for you and being the person that you are and you'll get a better response off of it rather than glorifying some bullshit <laughs> well there's like i said you know there's I mean? a lot of raw emotion in her music yeah it is. I, I, that's yeah, it one is. thing i really like about her music yeah it's not all this commercial that's the stuff. biggest thing i love about her music she just expresses such raw emotion just mm. You could see it with it with within yourself, like she. I mean, the fact that you get excited because I hit you up about doing the podcast excites the fuck out of me, and I'm sure it excites Jay. And <laughs> Kayla's like, I've been, yeah, I've been yeah, bugging she, her. I was like, she I loves can't us. Wait to get you on there. <laughs> so I mean, you're probably and not to outshine anyone else that's been on this podcast platform or anything like that. You're probably one of my favorites. And Jay's and Kayla's she is that my has favorite. been on this she podcast. She's my favorite person on this podcast, right? Because, and, and I'm not saying that nobody else has showed excitement coming oh, on the Still Keep 100 podcast, but you are the most excited <laughs> when you get like 
somebody that supports you and understands you and can really adapt to what the fuck you have going on to be like, hell yeah, I want to do a podcast. And the first one was dope. And, and I remember how you opened up up opened up to us on the first podcast and I wasn't expecting that. And so, she, did, she did the same today again. Yes, yeah, she did so it again today. So it's just like, I don't, I don't plan these things. We don't plan these things. They just happen organically. And when it happens organically, that's what Still Keep 100 is. It's real shit. I might disappear off in the frame and go to the bathroom and Jay might be on some shit and it's a whole bunch going on. But like, this is really what Still Keeping 100 is. And one thing I learned today from watching um, Queens Flip, you're probably not familiar with him, but check him out. Queens Flip, he's on Instagram. He's from Queens. Um, I was watching his lives this, mor- this morning at 10 o'clock this morning before I even hit you up. He was like, we are trained to worry about what everybody else thinks of us. We go off of what everybody else has an opinion of and what they think, this, that, and the third. Do what the fuck you want to do. Look at me how you look at yourself. And go off of that and do something that makes you feel good and stop judging other motherfuckers for what the fuck they do. And just be normal. Just be, We're in a crisis right now. Why are we worried about what the fuck everybody else is doing and what they got going on? I mean, be concerned, but why judge that person? If I want to go out and cook a hot dog in the middle of the motherfucking street, that's what the fuck I want to do in the middle of a pandemic. I can't go nowhere and get a hot dog, so I'm going to cook one in the middle of the street, and I'm going to do a hamburger, macaroni, whatever the case may be. Just like, don't be afraid. Like you said, I'm afraid to... uh, let this song out because it's it's gonna put me in a position to where I'm showing more than what I want to. Don't be afraid of that. Do what the fuck you do. Period. Point blank. Jay, you have something to say? I mean, I might be afraid of it, but it doesn't mean I won't do it. You know what I no, mean? No, do it. Like, do that shit. Hold the guns and the knives in front of the mirror. Tess, hold the guns and the knives in front of the mirror. Take the pills. <laughs> well, I can't hear what you're saying. What are you saying? I said, hold the guns and the knives in front of the mirror and take the pills. Why would you tell Hold the to... knives and guns in front of the mirror and take the pills? Yep. No, no, no. Why would you tell her? That mean? Because I'm a different kind of individual and Why I say shit you... that I probably shouldn't say and yeah. I just yeah, don't probably shouldn't say. And publicist, Wait, I... What? don't think that was Dude, the, that my publicist doesn't think that was a good idea for no me it was not a good no, idea you don't tell as your co-host go, that wasn't a good idea you don't tell someone to go take pills if you're crazy <laughs> go in the bathroom and take the pills no do not <laughs> really do not don't listen to him anybody listening to this Wait, don't listen to him are you are you telling me to go into a bathroom with a gun and a nah. knife and over no i'm yeah, not i'm fucking no i'm fucking with you i'm you know me better than that i'm fucking with you i'm just being goofy I'm just being goofy. You you made sense all the way up until that, and so now I'm just like, what in the fuck? But it's um, not supposed to make sense, Tess. Tess, now hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. It's not supposed to make sense. You 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 had your chance. None of this shit makes sense. Life doesn't make sense right now. Would you agree, Jay? Well, you gonna let me speak, or you just gonna shut me up at your? Are you gonna talk, or are you just gonna let me out talk you? You always out talk me. You got a lot of voice, you asshole. You need to tell me to shut the fuck shut up. Shut the you. fuck up. How about that, That's what bitch? I'm talking about. Yeah, shut, shut up. Shut the fuck up for two seconds. All right, I'm sorry, Jay. I will say this for anyone that's listening. Process your emotions correctly. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel lonely. 
Just don't go off the deep end on those emotions. It's okay to go in the bathroom and take the pills, too. Oh, my gosh. No, it's not. Just no, it, it okay, really... so... <laughs> No, no. Seriously, I'm joking. I'm joking. It's not okay to do those things, to take pills and all that, to correct your sadness, your anxiety, all that. You have. <laughs> He's laughing because of the song. Right it's slow. It's the song. It's I'm sorry, Jay. I'm sorry, man. Dang. I'm sorry. I try to be serious for me. I know I you are. I trying to be serious for me. Go ahead. I don't want to. He doesn't want to now. You then screwed up the whole moment. It's the song, Jay. It's you, not you. You think it's funny, but it's not. I love it's you, really Jay. Not. It's really not funny. Well, just go ahead and get it out. Go ahead. I don't know what's up on this. You're smiling, so don't cuss me out because you got a smirk on your face right now. So I'm sorry, Tess. I'm sorry that we got to this. Just, go ahead. Just finish up. Go ahead. I won't interrupt no more. I promise. I'm coming out. Nope, you gotta talk now. You interrupted the moment, then. I'm trying to figure out how to fucking finish this shit. Just don't start crying. I might, what if I do? I'm Matter of fact, you know what? I'm what's wrong, what's wrong with a guy crying? crying there's nothing wrong with a guy crying. I just told you I'll say that first of all. There's nothing wrong with a guy crying. Fucking right. There's nothing wrong with anyone crying. Hell yeah. And I'm first tired of I people calling us Pisces emotional. Go ahead, Jay. There's nothing wrong with a guy crying or anyone crying. If you're a guy and you cry, you have to process your emotions when you live life. Yes, you do. And I have a full so Otherwise, where are they going to go? And until, you pro until you process your emotions, you're never going to fully understand yourself. Because you know what? Processing emotions is understanding yourself. I agree with that. I think that there's a common misconception in this fucking society where like tears is weakness or emotions is weakness and, and, and in certain environments like like you know that we can think of okay yeah definitely don't show emotions keep a straight face but in re in like regular scenarios we are kind of all like emotional none of us grew up being taught how to or at least i didn't like how to like properly process emotions when they come up or whatever because you do fucking need to do that. That's why we got so many motherfuckers, myself included, back in the day, like on drugs or doing dumb shit. Um, it was taught at a young. It was taught at a young age. It was taught at a young age test that processing emotions showed signs of weakness. Furthest from the and truth. That's what I'm trying to say is that yeah. like the reality, and there is a. This is like an old shamanic saying, and it says, it says the the true warrior is one who hunts himself. So mm. like crying processing your emotions and going within um that is actually in my opinion way more brave and strong than just like wearing a fake happy face or shoving it away or burning through whether it's like you know whether you like heroin whether you you know you're a sex addict whether you're whatever the fuck <laughs> sex you're, addict. you're just causing problems at that point and fucking that ruining lives no, like and, and on top of that you already had your other problems so yeah. You know, it's, it's it's a learning curve for everybody, but like what I'm saying is, is I, I definitely agree with Jason and he, he posted about that. I think it was a couple days ago and when you did, because um, I, I, I don't comment a lot on shit on Facebook, but um, I'm kind of an Instagram whore anyway. Like I just, I usually only use that app, even though I hate it, but I have to for music. But um, 
but like that kind of shit helps a lot like just like a random reminder of like hey it's okay to fucking feel your feelings you know what i mean because like i go through the same shit too where i'm like i feel like i'm in my own world especially lately like between the music the release dealing with press dealing with marketing designing all my own merch designing the fucking website um and still being in school and then having my other stuff go on and not knowing where I'm living and, you know, living out of cardboard boxes still and just, you know, like packing up my gear, moving it here and there. Like, it can be kind of maddening because you're by yourself constantly just working nonstop. So you, like, almost shut down. So all the, all the pain is, what is that? I, I just, what, go ahead, go, go ahead, keep talking. I just want to, I want to punch I, this I, in before the consequence goes off. And I want to say, <clears throat> Jay, I got you. Thank you for tapping into the Still Keep One on the podcast. Everybody, you already know where to find us at. Jason Ridge, KVK, Testimona, TP Gates. And we're going to continue to talk offline. But tap in. This was a great interview. And we'll talk to you soon. Be safe.